In this episode of 2000 Bucks, four most important lessons from the life of billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk. Well, hello, hello, my ambitious friends, and welcome to 2000 Bucks. Every Monday and Wednesday, we bring you the most important actionable ideas from the world's greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs. Books in the field of startups, marketing, sales, productivity, management, leadership, strategy, personal development, and much, much more. And I am your host, Manny Vaya. So we're going to start doing more of these solo episodes where I talk about the key ideas from a book. So today, I'm summarizing the key ideas from the book Elon Musk by Ashley Wentz. And if you want to watch the video of this recording, head on over to 2000books.com slash video and you can find the video there. Okay, let's get started. Elon Musk by Ashley Wentz. What an amazing book and what an amazing story of an incredible entrepreneur. If you are an aspiring entrepreneur, if you are a startup owner, you have to learn from Elon Musk. He's one of the greatest entrepreneurs of our times, one of the co-founders of PayPal, moving on to do SpaceX and Tesla and SolarCity. He has just been a phenomenal uh, entrepreneur in so many different industries. So what did I learn? What did we learn from this book, from Elon Musk's biography? And I'm sure there will be more biographies written of him because he's still a young guy. There's a lot he will be accomplishing in this life. But one of the greatest lessons we can learn from Elon is believing in the cause rather than the strategy to achieve, to get that outcome. So believing in why you want to do something, believing in the cause so passionately that it doesn't matter whether you're going to succeed at it or not. You're just going to keep on going after it. So when after he had made around $250 million from the acquisition of PayPal, he started investigating, he started thinking about building a rocket company. And his friends thought he was crazy. They really thought he was crazy to just throw away his money, his hard-earned money, into something crazy like a rocket company, doing a private enterprise trying to create rockets or trying to launch rockets. But Elon was not to be deterred. So... People have often asked him, why did, you, why did you go down this endeavor, this crazy endeavor of launching rockets into space? Did you think you were going to be successful at it? He said, no, I did not think that we were going to be successful. But he said, and I quote him, he said, I really believe that if something is really important, you must really go after it, even if the likely outcome is failure. Very powerful, very profound. It's almost the understanding that that when you have a very strong why, it doesn't matter how you're going to accomplish it. You're just going to figure it out. So if you know your why, the how will come. And that is what Elon was, was trying to tell us when he said, if it's important enough, the probability of outcome doesn't matter. You just have to keep on going after it because it is so important. Now, what what is the... Another story from his life. I love to talk about his stories because they teach us a lot. Um, another story of his life, his personal life. When he was wooing his first wife, Justine, when they were in college and he, was, uh, he had just met her, he asked her out on a date and she agreed. But then when he showed up to pick her up, she, she basically flaked on her. She did not show up for the date. So, but Elon was so persistent. He went and searched her girlfriend, her best girlfriend, asked her what is her flavor of 
her favorite ice cream and asked her where she was going to be on this and this day at this and this time. And he showed up at the library with two cones of chocolate chip ice cream just because he knew she wanted it. She liked that. So he was not to be deterred. If he wanted her, he was going to get her. And that's what um, Justine said as well, that if Elon was going to call her, he would just keep on calling and calling and calling and calling until she answered the phone. He was just so persistent. He just would not take no for an answer. And she said that he's like a Terminator. Once he sees that he wants you, he'll just, he'll, he's just locked on you. He just locks on it and he says, you are mine. You shall be mine or this thing shall be mine. So that is the, that is the amazing thing about Elon that he believed in the cause more than he believed in the strategy he took or in the possible outcome in that moment because he was just going to keep on trying. And one of the things he said when he, in 2008, he was about to lose both Tesla and SpaceX because they were almost at the verge of bankruptcy. He said, the thing that really bothered him the most was the idea that people would stop believing in space, in space exploration and people would stop believing in uh, electric cars. He wasn't just rattled by the idea that he would lose all his wealth. He was much more worried about the fact, the cause, which was electric cars and space exploration. So he did not want people to lose faith in something as important as that. And that is really, really, really important to understand the difference between the why of doing something and the how of doing something, the cause versus the strategy of getting to that cause. The other thing that really stands out about Elon, the second thing that really stands out about Elon is his willingness to like just bet it all, to bet the farm, to die for it. He has a very high tolerance for pain and he just, he'll go all in. He's relentless. So Serge Brin, he said that the thing about Elon is that he's willing to stake it all. He's willing to go all in. And that is why his rate of success is so high. It sounds counterintuitive, but a lot of the things in life are counterintuitive that way. So um, he, he, is, he is like that. He is, when he was starting his first company and when he was going and seeking funding for Zip2, he would, uh, the venture capitalists would, after they talked to him, they would invest and he wanted to understand or he, when they would try to figure out or when he was trying to seek funding and they were asking him questions, one of the things he would say is like, I'm a samurai. I am willing to die. I'm staking my existence on this company. So that is the way I operate this business. I will do whatever it takes to make it work. And that is what kept the venture capitalists coming at him. And one of the greatest stories of his life, greatest now in retrospective, back then it was one, probably one of the most painful times of his life. In 2008, he had divorced Justine, his first wife, and he had five kids from his first marriage. Not only that, he was, both SpaceX and Tesla were just about to go bankrupt, and this is in December, near Christmas time, and they were both about to go bankrupt. And Elon is wondering if he should split his money between the two companies or if he should just, splitting wouldn't work, so he had to go in one way or the other, but he couldn't just do that either because he wanted both of them to survive. So he got to the brink of it, almost the brink where he wouldn't even be able to make payroll the next day. And some of the venture capitalists, one of the venture capitalists on his Tesla, um, Tesla investment, they started to feel like they could get a lot more. They wanted to get ownership of the company by uh, figuring out, because they figured out that if they could twist his arm, they could 
make some quick money, but Elon didn't want to do that. So he refused. He kept on persisting, trying to figure out a way to make money. Almost to the point, 23rd of December, he, 2008, he still didn't have the money. The companies were going to go shut down in a week's time. And he was living on his friend's couches. He was down to, his personal fortune was down to a few hundred thousand dollars. And he was maxed out. But he kept on hustling. And in 2008, on December 24th or 23rd, NASA came calling and they awarded him a $1.6 billion contract. And then he was able to fund a round of Tesla because he was able to tell his investors that he was going to take a loan and so on and so forth. But the amazing thing is that he went so close to failure. He went so close to being all out of everything, but he kept on going. He did not give up on the dream. He did not give up on the cause. And that is the amazing thing about this guy, that he is willing to take it to the depth. And if that is the conviction you have for your startup, for your business, then you can see why you would be successful. The other thing to learn about Elon is this is just hardcore work ethic. He is famous for saying that if you work for 50 hours a week and I work for 100 hours a week, I will do in five years what you take 10 years to do. So I will work 100 hours a week. And he works more than that. He works every day of the week. In fact, there are stories that and he will set up his desk in the middle of the factory on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays just to emphasize the fact that he's working and he expects everyone else to be working hard as well. And uh, when he was starting Zip2, there's another story. The story goes that when he was starting or when he had started Zip2, him and his brother Kimball, they did not even rent an apartment. They said they were just going to use the office they're going to sleep in the office, they're going to shower at the YMCA, and they're going to work all day long on the startup. And that's what they did. And Elon would sleep under his desk in the night times after doing coding all night long. And whoever was the first one who came into the office, he would just wake him up and Elon would get back onto the computer and start coding again. That was the maniac obsession he had with hard work, with doing it, and no matter what. And even when he was dating this and he had a girlfriend, the girlfriend would come over and would actually sleep at the office because that was the only option she had and she was okay with it. This guy was on a mission, so he was not, was not going to be stopped. He was going to keep on working hard. The other thing that really stands out, his thirst for knowledge and reading. So when he was, 10, he was 12 years old, he was reading 10 hours a day. He would read like two books a day. And in fourth grade, he ran out of books to read in his school library. He ran out of all the books to read in school library. So he went on to uh, read uh, Encyclopedia Britannica and he read all of the Encyclopedia Britannicas. That is his thirst for knowledge and that shows because he's one of the most, most knowledgeable men out there when it comes to all these different perspectives. Physics, astronomy, electric cars, rocket science, um, or biographies of famous, of great people, hitchhikers, of science fiction. He his, one of his favorite books is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He loved to read. He loves to read. He loves to understand. And there's a famous uh, little story, anecdote, or story, where all his friends were partying it up in, uh, in Las Vegas after they had made their hundreds of millions of dollars in PayPal. And Elon had also made $250 million. While people were partying at the pool, Elon was sitting in a corner reading some obscure rocket uh, science uh, manuals and uh, books and his friends were just surprised at 
how intense this guy is when it comes to seeking knowledge and figuring it out. And his companies, he did not have the knowledge to build an electric car. He did not have the knowledge to build a rocket uh, rocket company, but he figured it out. He read it. He went to the experts. He, he seeked out knowledge. And that's always been a constant theme in his life. So really powerful ideas from one of the greatest entrepreneurs of our time. I highly recommend you look into learning from Elon. Great guy. While 2017 is fast approaching, and given the fact that you are an ambitious person, you're probably evaluating your progress from the year past from 2016 and also thinking about your goals for 2017. So let me ask you this really simple question. What would you have to do to double your results in 2017? Double them from 2016. What would you have to do? Well, when most people encounter this question, they think that in order to double their results, they will have to double the effort they put in. But that is never true because otherwise we would never see any billionaires, right? Well, the equation that most people have in their minds is rather simplistic. They think results are equal to time multiplied by their ability. That's all they think. And that is why most people are always seeking productivity hacks or lessons that teach specific skills. That's the limit of what we're trying to learn. But here's the key. There are three more elements to this equation that we need to understand. So here's the real results equation. Results are equal to time multiplied by ability, multiplied by intensity of effort, multiplied by strategy, multiplied by execution. Now that's a lot of different elements. Let me repeat it again. Results are equal to number one, time, number two, ability, number three, intensity of your effort, number four, strategy, number five, execution. So all of these are important, very, very, very important factors. And there's one reason for that, because time is actually very, very, very limited. It has an upper limit of 24 hours. You, me, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, we all have the same 24 hours. We can't manufacture more time than that. But strategy, execution, intensity, all these things are boundless. That's where leverage lies. So improving those things can give you exponentially large results. And that's why that's where we need to focus our energy on. Of course, these things are not easy. They take a lot of effort, but they can give you massive, massive, massive leverage. They take a lot of thinking. They take a lot of right thinking in order to get it done. So if you would like to double your results in 2017, you should check out our newest course, which is all about doubling your results and not doubling your work hours. There we summarize 40 of the greatest books on goal setting, strategy, execution, leverage, peak performance, and of course, time management and productivity. And all the books are mind mapped so that you can learn very easily. You can check out the course at 2000books.com slash results or text the word double results, all as one word, no spaces, double results to 44222. The links will also be in the show description. So if right now you just tap on the show icons, you will see the links. Again, you can go to 2000books.com slash results and check out the course right there. All right, my ambitious friends, I hope you make 2017 your best year ever. And I will see you in the new year. <laughs>